Good call. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I got that. I got that. These are within reach to show oh, off. Nice. I do not have my cards to show off. All my cards are back in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I promise they exist, though. That's fine. I don't think we need to worry about that. And then I need to shrink this so I can see the outline. All right. Uh, everything is set on my end. I don't think I need to do anything else. I think it's just you at this point, Jared, hitting live when you're ready to go. And, and then make sure you tell us. Oh, I need to put a dar on hold. Bye, dar. Yeah. We'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> Seen about ten. Put on hold. There okay. Go. Should I just hit go live? Why not? Yep. It's time. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Citizens of Larkana podcast, the podcast where James and I have been inviting you to be a part of their world for one full year. I can't believe it. Today, we're coming to you in a live cast to celebrate this journey we've been on. We have guests, we have giveaways, and good times ahead. So, James, we have a who's who's list lineup of guests today. But before we jump into this, I want to take a moment and first celebrate how far we've come and second to take a moment and look back at how this all began. So can you believe we've made it one full year? Uh, kind of, yes, but not really, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I remember when we first started, we're like, you know what, let's just do this until it's no longer fun. Like we're just, we just want to go on and talk about Lorcana and share our experience with everybody. Yeah, and uh, we've been doing that for a year now, right? That's it's pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> uh, I still remember when we first uh, started podcasting. I had kind of started the Citizens of Lorcana podcast and had done a couple things, hadn't found my groove quite yet, and uh, it kind of put it on hold. Like I just really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it, and then you reached out to me. And uh, you're like, hey, you still interested? And uh, well, I had mentioned that I was potentially looking for a co-host and you were brave enough to reach out to me. And here we are. Do you remember that? Yeah, it took me weeks of trying to decide, do I want to do another podcast? Do I do I want you know to get involved more than just like hanging out in the HQ discord? Um, yeah, it took me weeks to ask you. I actually I think it's really funny that you wrote. I was going to say this, but you actually wrote it that you uh, felt that like you were floundering. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I know after that, I was like, you have to use that, right? Um, but no, we, we chatted. Uh, I got in contact. We chatted a bit. And then you're like, let's give it a go. And we did. And we're still going. So yeah, something here. must have happened right. Yeah. So I want to take a moment and look back on what our highlights are. Um, at least one or two. And for me, like... Okay, I'll just pick one because I don't want to steal your thunder. But for me, one of our ultimate highlights was when we were at Gamma and we had played with Steve and we had gotten our hands on cards and Liam was there from the Illumiteers and he's like, hey guys, what if we do a podcast? And we just sat down and we did a podcast right then and there. Like it was such a raw and um, yes. pure moment of our podcasting career. It was, it was, uh, was it technically our first like real live podcast, even though we weren't live, 
was, it was, it was our first time recording with a guest live that's for sure yeah yeah or so in that, person i guess we we basically just took over one of the meeting rooms that wasn't being used and we just sat there around a table and and did the podcast it was pretty cool i mean and that was you know that was an awesome weekend overall uh week it wasn't even a weekend it was i keep thinking conventions are weekends but um <laughs> but no i mean that was it i mean what is what is my podcasting highlight what is it i don't know well, I was going to say one, but I, I thought for sure you were going to take it. And well, you, I was gonna you pick, you, which one are you picking? Which one did, which other one did you pick? I was going to think the uh, card reveal. Yes. Okay. I was going to say, which one was it? It's like, yeah, getting a card reveal. That has to be high up unless you should have taken that one because then I would have taken Gamma. <laughs> would you have though? I probably would have. Gamma, Gamma basically stands out as both the in-person and the podcast and the live stream we did playing, uh, a proxy game all stands yes. out as oh my gosh, that was so much fun. a highlight of the entire Lorcana journey for the year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So any way you look at it, in person podcasting or live streaming, which is now everything we're doing right now. So there you go. And we've got some potential changes coming up next year that we'll share with you as the year goes on. So stay tuned. Now our first guest will come as a surprise to no one because she is the third unofficial host co-host of the citizens of Lorcana podcast so we want to invite on the one the only the amazing adara and it's like take a second and wait for the thing to pop in <laughs> i know i know i was trying to draw that out i tried to time it just right welcome adara thank you <laughs> It's so good to see you. Yes, it's been a long time, but we could not miss out on the one-year celebration for sure. Yeah, and you're all the way out in Florida, so it's, what, 11.05 your time? Thank you for joining us. I'm actually still in central time, so it's only 10.05 here. So I thankfully did not have the the eastern time lag that comes with that. Which, for those of you watching from the eastern time zone or another country we appreciate you being up in the middle of the night or late night uh to join us live yes always always a pleasure to have people from from all the different time zones joining it's always interesting to see who comes in and uh i just want to really quickly uh, say since i'm looking at the live chat uh knives please drive safely because apparently he's in the middle of driving while yeah Hopefully, hopefully he's not the one actively driving, but <laughs> if you are, just listen. It's okay. <laughs> well, you can have it plugged into your, you know, your radio and just have the audio going. Yes, you can. So yeah. I know a lot of people are here. Well, not a lot of people, but on Twitter, I announced that I was going to give away a gift set of the first chapter of Lorcana, which we're going to do. But first, we're going to talk to Adara because... Adara, you've been an important part of our journey, and we don't take the time to sing your praises enough. So I kind of wanted to ask you, like, what was your experience with our podcast like before joining us? And like, my memory's kind of fuzzy. How did how did we come around to having you as our unofficial third co-host? Oh man. So I definitely like listen. So like early on when I joined the Lorcana HQ Discord and was like trying to find out everything I could about Lorcana, like you guys are some of the only people like doing regular, semi-regular content at the time. So 
I definitely like listened as like an offhanded just to get any information that I could. And I think, and I, I, I should have reviewed this coming into this, but I think what happened is I believe you initially like had suggested to me, Jared, that like maybe I could get into like doing my own podcast and that just wasn't something I was interested in putting the time into. You're muted. Why is Jared muted? We can't hear Jared. We cannot. <laughs> we saw the mouth moving. It's like, what's going on? We can't oh, no. hear Jared. What did you do? Oh, can I think you're back. Can you hear me? Yes. There you go. Um. Yeah. Okay. What I was saying is that that's something that I love to do is encouraging people to create their own content. Because for me, I know how fun it is. <clears throat> and I was like, there's such a market for somebody like you with a voice like yours out there that I really wanted you to create your own content. So I think my scheme was that if I got you onto our <laughs> podcast, I'd give you a taste of it. And then that would maybe encourage you. Yeah, because you definitely like invited me either very soon around the same time that you were trying to encourage me to do that. And then after you had had me on, I think it was just a couple of days, you're like, hey, so James and I really enjoyed having you on. And we kind of would like having a female voice in the community every once in a while. Do you want to join as a semi-regular co-host? And I was like, yes. So You know what? You know what? I am sensing a pattern now because... And the Lorcana HQ, speaking of which, there's no reason why you shouldn't be a moderator, but like you don't want to. Like that's just not something you want to do. So you have this unofficial title of being the Lorcana clerk. And because, you know, what's what's better than being a moderator? Being a clerk, I guess. <laughs> Apparently so. All of the fun, none of the responsibility. There we go. <laughs> so I'm but really just I, dodging responsibility. So what I remember about when Adara came on, since Jared handles all of the bookings. <laughs> um, I just remember we, you came on and we chatted, we had a good time. And then like, as soon as you logged out, Jared and I are both like, we need to have her back often. <laughs> so that's why he contacted you soon after and said, Hey, we'd like you to keep coming back because we had so such a good time talking with you. And like, like Jared said, your voice and, and what you had to say and, and how you presented was something that we both very much appreciated and enjoyed. So we're like, before anyone else snatches her up, we need to make sure that, you know, she's coming back fairly regularly. So that's that's basically what happened. When I, and I think the initial idea was we would do this like monthly segment of checking in with Adara. And I don't know if we've hit monthly because you've been busy. <laughs> we have not. Been busy. That's, that's, that's my, a, yeah, definitely been busy. That's That's one of the changes we're hoping to make next year is more Adara on the podcast. Yes, I am looking forward to that in 2024 about setting aside more time to, to hop in here and record with y'all. For sure. Anyway, Adara, what has been your favorite Lorcana memory of the past year? Oh, man, it's definitely tied between the um, when we got the rules drop back in April. So I was just watching the Illumiteers, um 
like overview of like top Lorcana movements. And that reminded me of like that day um, we had a dentist appointment. And so I was like sitting in a dentist's waiting room, like watching this like unfold about like the, the game trade magazine coming out and like, oh, these are like snatches of rules that maybe we can put together. And then all of a sudden Robinsberger drops the quick start guide we're like well now we have all the rules and like just that excitement and that build-up that happened and just the the cascade effect from that day was so cool to be present with um and also tied with gen con the gen con meetup was pretty amazing i remember I that day when the rules dropped yeah. like yeah right yeah that was a that was a no work day <laughs> <laughs> i was at work but not much was getting done yeah and it wasn't long after that uh, somebody had got all the cards loaded up into a tabletop simulator and we were playing games like Adara you used to be my morning buddy playing games on tabletop simulator I do remember that because yep. you were like one of the few morning people out there absolutely well that was a good time so what are you most looking forward to with Lorcan in the future I am really looking forward to seeing what my travel plans are going to be for 2024. I am, um, I know I'm going to go to Gen Con. I'd be joking if I said I wasn't. <laughs> um, but outside of that, like we've put a lot of, like we're, we're waiting to hopefully get these announcements from Robinsberger to figure out like where, where are we going to be traveling in the U.S. this next year? And I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with those kinds of events, both competitive and the one so that's that's my big thing i'm looking forward to this next year and what's going to come from that yeah i've never been so attached to something that like i'm going to base my travel plans around it and my wife doesn't know it yet but it's going to happen <laughs> yeah it's definitely going to happen i my wife does know it uh that we're going to be going to some of these things but we'll we'll figure out which ones and how many Okay, also, before we move on, I just want to clear the air here, because when we did our last live cast, which was the card reveal, a lot of people thought that I was just being a jerk, cutting you guys off. <laughs> I felt please, so bad please, after the Please fact. let everybody know that that was part of the, the thing. Yes. We, so we planned if, that all out. If, if people were not aware, Jared cutting both James and I off in our card reveal, like we talked about it. We were like, it's, it's supposed to be like the rabbit trails. Like it was planned. Jared was not just being a jerk to us. Like I had a lot of people reach out to me concerned. I was like, no, 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 you don't get it. Like we were trying to be creative. Like this was our idea. It was all planned. It was fun. We were all in on it. <laughs> This is why at I'm not end, an actor. At the end, when I kept talking, Jared cutting me off, that was real. He wanted, he's like, we're done. <laughs> well, well, that's one of my secrets is uh, a lot of you may not know this, but I have like this internal clock. And once we start hitting the hour mark, it just starts going off. And I just, I don't know, I get this like urgency to just end the call. And I know our live cast wasn't an hour long, but I'm like, People don't want to be here for this card reveal for an hour. I don't know. It was 10 minutes, buddy. 10 it was, minutes. It's 12. 12. Yeah, because I, I was I chatted an extra two minutes <laughs> and then you're like, that's enough. <laughs> I could have oh, talked boy. for an hour, probably, right? So much for clearing the air here. <laughs> All right. Do we have any other any other questions we're gonna ask Adara? 
So Adara is going to be with us until the end of this live cast, joining us with, uh, you know, interviewing guests. But before we get to that point, we need to do a giveaway for this gift set. Um, when we talk to our guests, we want to spend a, like five to 10 minutes with each person. We have a whole lot of people. Unfortunately, the Illumiteers are not able to make it because their plane kept getting delayed. So they're either in the air or they're stranded in an airport. Um, Hopefully in the air. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I think everybody else is going to be here. So, But first, I want to give away this um, gift box. And I had everything loaded up. And my screen just crashed. So give me just like a minute here to redo it. And then we'll do the giveaway. Fill the time. James and Adara, this is up to you now, okay? All right. We got this, James. Yeah, we got this. No problem. So when uh, over the year and we've done all the podcasting and we've done all the events, uh, has there been any moment? I think let's go with playing the game. Has there been any moment that has been especially uh memorable in playing the game at a local or with friends or anything like that Mm. i think the most memorable moment for me other than like my first like official like big tournament in miami would have been the first time my husband and i got to play so we had uh, before gen con um we had the uh i can't remember if we had the starter decks at the point that we made ours but um, he had put together a couple of decks for us and we printed out proxies and cut them out and put them together and made them um, just because we we wanted to play. We wanted to play in person. And so we sat down and we actually recorded it, um, our, our first like official two, three games together. And that moment just really stands out in my mind of like the first time that I got to play just the actual game, like with kind of cards in my hand. <laughs> Yes, that's awesome. All right. When you guys are done, I am ready. We're done. Okay. Right? Yeah. So as you can see, there are 348 entries here. Oh, wow. Wow. And now I'm going to select the winner. Okay. And the winner is uh, Black Lives Matter at Philip Brook Bin. So I will be in touch with you. Um, look for a DM and we'll get you that first chapter of gift set. Nice. Woo! All right. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Should have done like a drum roll or something, huh? Yeah, you know. What are you gonna do? I should have actually some sound effects on my phone or something. <laughs> Post production. Yeah, there yeah. we go. We'll podcast. This will be a podcast later, you know, for this week. So <laughs> add them later. We'll yes. fix it in post. All right, so are we ready for our first guest? Is our first guest ready to come on? Yeah, he's right there. I see him. Okay, so we're gonna have well, a panelist. So, our first guest needs no introduction. You've seen his videos, you've seen his tweets, and if you're a member of the Lorcana HQ Discord, you already know Mr. Brandon of B Squared Twenty Four YT. Hey, Brandon, what's going on? You should unmute yourself. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm unmuted. Hello. Hey, Brandon. What's going on? Hey, how is everybody? All right. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing great. Very happy to be here. 
Well, Good first of all, again. thank you so much for joining us. I mean, yeah, I'm honored. I've I've listened to you like I'm 90% certain when I found out about Lorcana, this was the first podcast that I listened to. So even being here guesting a year later is so crazy. It's an honor, seriously. Well, I think cool. I think you and I first started talking in your very early content creator stages. I mean, similar to Adara, like we have a similar story. I remember you were talking about it and I was like, you should do it. You should do it. Um, but when we were building up to the release of set one, uh, we, you and I, and I know James and Adar probably too, but we talked and chatted just about all the time, nonstop yeah. every day, like every day we <laughs> talked. Um, you of course now are making these amazing videos over on YouTube. You have these dreams of being coming, uh, like esports caster. So, uh, what what has your Lorcana 2023 been like? I mean, it's been phenomenal. Like I say that I feel like I say this all the time. Maybe I don't. I definitely think it all the time. But I've made friendships that I will probably have for life, and it's crazy to me to think back in January when I found out about Lorcana through an IGN article. Uh, I didn't know any of you <laughs> like at all. And now I talk with most of you daily um, and like all of my friends surround Lorcana and the and, like the community is just too gracious and like too awesome. Um, so like if it weren't for the community and it weren't for you guys and like especially Jared talking to you every day, you know, I certainly wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, and it's just like it's it I don't mean to be dramatic, but it is literally life changing. Like it has changed my life, who who my friends are, who I talk to, like what my plans are for the future, etc. Yeah, I can have I I can absolutely relate to that. My life is completely different now than it was a year ago. Even though I was like, even though we were podcasting a year ago, I don't like my wife supports me. And my Lorcana, but I don't think she realized just how far this was going to go. Because you're right, <laughs> yeah. like it percolates into just about every thought throughout my my day. I think about you know my friends. I like to reach out and talk to them. I think about podcasting. I think about playing. I think about the different decks. Like it's just it's everything. It tends to permeate. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So favorite memory from 23. Do you have a favorite memory besides uh, being crushed into the wall? Oh, gosh. Yeah, let's not even get into that. Well, I was going to say Gen Con, but I feel like you're going to get that a lot today. Um, so I feel like I have to pick something different. And, you know, though, while, only... while you're thinking about that, I think that speaks to just how like pivotal Gen Con was in the Lorcan experience. Yeah. So many of us look back on that as like a highlight. Okay, so I'm going to say two things because that brings up something. So a lot of we, a lot of people like to talk about the meetup at Gen Con, which was phenomenal. It was awesome to see Ryan and Steve and like everybody in one place. Um, but specifically getting to meet everybody that first day. I don't remember if it was a Thursday or a Friday that like all of us yes. flew in, but like getting to actually see the people face to face that I've been talking to and interacting with over the internet for the past you know six months or nine months or however long it had been was surreal it was I, I remember we were sitting in the outside area at like this picnic table eating food and i was just looking around 
at all the faces of all the people that I've been watching and listening to up until that point being like, how are we all here at the same place together? It, it was phenomenal. Um, so there's that. And then kind of in the same vein, uh, the first hobbies and happiness, like live table that I attended and like doing those every week for a while was really awesome because that was super early on um, before we really knew much about the game. And it was it was another awesome way for the community and especially the content creators to just like get to know each other. And like now I feel like so many of us that were there that early are just so like intertwined with each other and friends and like everybody gets along and it's it's just awesome so like it, between those two that they would have to be my favorites i remember i think it was sean from glimmer gang he's like you should take a picture of this picnic table that you were talking mm -hmm. about and put everybody's like discord usernames above it <laughs> and i did <laughs> like i took a picture and then i posted that in the discord like like you said that was a very surreal moment like oh there's jaunty oh yeah. that, that's sean like they're sitting right here it was yeah. so cool did you guys like poke each other like <laughs> you're real <laughs> that's actually a kind of a funny story i was walking through one of the halls of uh, the convention center and i had just run into a lot of the glimmer gang guys um, and we were just like, we were looking for the big Lorcana stuff that was there. And I saw Liam from the Illumiteers like across the hall and I hadn't met him yet. And I was carrying the infamous like cardboard box, I think, full of stuff. And so I just like beelined in his direction and he had no idea that I was like walking up to him. So I just straight up like walked into him because I just thought it would be funny to like literally run into each other. But yeah, it was like it was <laughs> it's it was crazy getting to see everybody for the first time in person. You should come next time, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> August 1st through the 4th. I do feel a little bad talking so good about it, knowing James wasn't there. I've 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 come to terms with it. I have I have absorbed it and accepted it and moved on. Well, Speaking of moving on, Brandon, what are your Lorcana <laughs> plans for 2024? Okay, the plans are to make as many official events as possible. Whether I'm playing or whether I get to commentate which would be awesome uh i plan to be as to as many of them as i can make it um i really really hope that robinsberger does something really cool with these official events whether it's the fun the side not the side events the i'm i can't think of the word the right fan now. events yeah the, the fan events whether it's the fan events or the competitive events I hope they broadcast it. I hope they make it into this big thing uh, for people to like watch and enjoy who can't make it. Like I'm that is the absolute number one thing that I'm looking forward to for this year for sure. And Robinsberger, if you need somebody to cast those events, you have your guy <laughs> right, here, right here. Right here. <laughs> so what do you think that looks like? What do you think those official events look like? Um I mean, I just imagine it's a huge tournament. Like, I, you know, I, I've mentioned this in many places before. I come from a Pokemon background and like they have regional tournaments that have uh, over a thousand, getting close to 2000 people showing up to those regional tournaments. It feels like every other week. Um, and although I don't expect Lakana to be that big right now off the bat, I think it can definitely get there. 
And that's, that's what I would love for it to look like one day is for it to be like an entire weekend event, this huge, awesome broadcast, um, that's like professionally done and enjoyable for fans at home to watch. Uh, you know, you, there's whole personalities that get built out of that, whether it's from the commentator team or from the competitive players that like show up time and time again, you know, it's a great opportunity for people to like really make a name of themselves. Like there's so much that I can dream of for this. And I, I cannot wait for January to come and like see what they have planned. I almost feel like this is going to be Gen Con 2.0. I mean, I so think many so. Us, many of us look back on Gen Con as like the pivotal moment of 2023. Yeah. I think especially the first official event is going to have that same spirit to it. Yeah. Like I, I imagine that I remember when we were at Gen Con, I was, th- or one of the things that pushed me to go to Gen Con was saying, when else are all of these Lorcana creators going to be in the same spot? And the first thing that came to mind was the next time that might happen will be whenever the first official like large tournament happens. And we don't know if those are even going to happen. And so like, I I hope it is just as awesome, if not better than Gen Con where everybody in the Lorcana community content creator or otherwise, because there's a lot of, people that interact with us too that we're familiar with right you know i hope like everybody can make it there and we just have a huge party honestly <laughs> uh, i mean it kind of just has to be better than gen con because i'm going to make it there this time yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> it'll be better because you're there james exactly well, well I, mean, I, I mean i'm sure one of you would have said that but i was wanted to, i just wanted to make sure it got brought up <laughs> Well, not just that. I mean, we'll have everybody that Brandon was talking about, but there's so many new exciting content creators out there that we're going to be able to meet for the first time. That's exciting, too. All right, Brandon, do you have any final words to say before we part? Uh, Congratulations to you guys. Uh, I can't say this enough. You guys really paved the way early on in the community, uh, especially through like the Twitter memes and things like that. You know, and we had very little information. This really was um, a place for people to gather around, I think, and be excited about Lorcana during um, the times when Robinsberger wasn't sharing a lot of information. And like you guys have done a phenomenal job and hopefully you have many, many years more of podcasting uh, after Boy. this. <laughs> thank you so all right thanks uh, for joining us yeah thanks thanks yeah. for joining us brandon we'll see you around and we're actually going to bring on your uh inkwell co-host right this week in ink yeah yeah that's who's up next so we're, we're going to bring on jaunty the one and only so uh we'll see you later brandon and let's welcome jaunty onto the show <laughs> he's like oh it's my turn you have to like turn back on your camera and mic so yeah we mike can we hear you i don't know can you hear me we can hear you oh, there we are welcome to the show jaunty how you doing i'm very well thank you there's like a million buttons to press when it changes you from yes! right you were to joining you gotta me agree to this you got it you got to sell your firstborn yeah all yeah. that stuff <laughs> I apologize that I'm not in my usual setup. I hope I sound okay. Yes, you do. Um, I'm actually out of town at the moment, but I didn't want to miss this for the world. 
Awesome. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so welcome to the show. Uh, you're basically the godfather of Lorcana content creators. You're you're the big man. And I mean, you've got you've got the voice, you've got the singing, you've got the hair. So everyone who's taken a second to look up uh, the Lorcana YouTube videos has probably watched one of yours. Uh, and you are you, you I mean, you've said you're in the right place, right time kind of thing. But what drove you or what what gave you gave you the idea to start creating uh, Lorcana content? Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's about time. <laughs> it's so true. We were talking about this. How have we not collaborated yet? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no. So, I, it was a kind of right place, right time thing. I I've already kind of been on the YouTube wheel for a while. I I have a, a video game channel that I was running for a few years. Um, and to be honest, yeah, I just I saw that I saw that announcement that was what about you know like a week or two before D twenty three. And and I just kind of felt like the planets aligned. I'm I, I'm a manager at a TCG store. I'm a huge Disney nerd. I've already got sort of YouTube experience. I've got a lot of the setup, the actual sort of equipment you need and stuff ready to go. And I just kind of thought, let's hit the ground running and see what happens. And um, I want to say I think I got the first video on YouTube about it. I mean, I don't I don't know if that's ever going to be sort of quantifiable in any way shape or form but I, i'm pretty sure when i pressed upload i couldn't find anything else so it's got to be close <laughs> okay okay we up. need to talk about that because that was your what would a lorcana card look like because we had no idea what it looked like at the time yeah and well, you I took a lot did, of the i think i did i did one that was literally just like hello there's a thing it's called lorcana mm -hmm. Uh, uh, that, that, thanks for watching. <laughs> like, <I'm> <laughs> That's sure all we know. <laughs> but then, yeah, I did one where I where I put some stuff into like you know these like crappy AI generators and tried to come up with some, and it was really just kind of filler content. It was honestly, it was it. it mm -hmm. It's not the best way to talk about it. I I kind of thought that as soon as people start searching for Lorcana, I already want YouTube to know that they they can send them to me basically that's all that's that those first few videos when we had nothing other than a name to talk about and the fact that it was a trading card game and then i was just thinking what a what a crazy year 2023 has been because at the start of this year we like i say i but every content creator that was making content we had like a 20 minute video about dragon fire because <laughs> that was it that's yep. what we had to talk about like we had those seven cards from d23 and then that was it for the year and then i i don't know whether it was at the very end of 2022 or or, or the start of 2023 they showed dragon fire off and we all talked about it for weeks <laughs> yeah so this changes everything <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, we got Dragonfire, and as a post Christmas surprise, we got Olaf. Olaf, and that was it, it. for twenty twenty two. Nine <sighs> cards. That's it. Nine cards. So we we went into the year with nine cards, and we're now at uh, four hundred and eight, I guess. Well, no, we've had a few from set three, right? So yep. a few more than that now. All right. They come fast and furious now. <laughs> yeah. I'm so quite enjoying a bit of a break at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Of all of those things that happened in 2023, starting with the nine cards to right now, what is your favorite memory of Lorcana? Um, just like Brandon just said, like it's difficult not to say Gen Con, honestly, especially 
that those picnic tables on the on the first night was really great good fun uh, but i will try and answer a little bit differently just so you don't hear 10 people say gen con all night um so for me honestly we we've had the the lorcan has gone down incredibly well at the store that i work at and that's mostly down to myself and the other staff members who've been supportive of the game really getting behind it um the 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 real single highlight for me that is for set two we did so we've been doing starter deck tournaments to launch each set and for set two uh, for rise of the floodborne we did a kids only tournament and we just had 16 under uh, 14s come and play and it was easily the best thing we've ran um it was so awesome to see you know kids playing the game um, getting involved with it, their parents being there and watching and helping a little bit, but we tried to sort of keep them a bit more hands off. Um, but just seeing these 16 kids enjoy the game so much, play it so well, and honestly be better sports and have better etiquette than most of the adults we have in the store playing. Like literally every the, every game finished and every kid put their hand out and shook their hand at the end of the game with no prompting or anything. Uh, and that was just so awesome to see, to see that sort of new generation of, uh, of kids be able to pick up this game. I don't, I, you hear a lot of people sometimes talk about Locarno as a kid's game. I don't think it's fair to call Locarno a kid's game. I don't think it is really. I, I think if it was a kid's game, we'd be seeing a lot more Moanas and Elsas than we are Haram Flavishams. But um, I do think it's a family game. And I think that mm-hmm. it's a very key thing that Ravensburg want this to be played from a, a young age right up again. So... Uh, yeah, for me, the big highlight was just seeing all these kids just sort of enjoying it and, and getting involved with it, honestly. I think that's definitely a key thing that needs to be pointed out is when everyone calls things a children's thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it's a family thing where yes. adults yeah. can enjoy it as well. And, and there's a big difference, honestly. Yes. Like, I, like, take it from somebody who sells board games for a living. <laughs> kids' board games are pretty terrible <laughs> there are some amazing family board games out there but mm-hmm. most games that are really just just the kids are just a, uh just a box with that's full of kinetic sand and fart jokes <laughs> yeah actually that sounds quite fun <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> well i want to i'm looking forward to your board game next year jaunty <laughs> I want to go off track a little bit. And since since you are a manager at a store and there were so many issues with availability, and I know that you have had incredible success with your Lorcana events and getting new people all the time and, and having full events, what's the kind of thing that you guys did to help foster that community uh, that other stores maybe weren't doing? We sold it at a decent price. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> like, I, I, genu- I genuinely think that's it, honestly. I, I, don't, I don't think it's anything other than that. We, we just, we made it available at the right price. So you had to limit it. You had to limit the run when it first came out because otherwise it would have just been bought up by scalpers. And um, there were numerous ways to limit it. One of them is charging the same as the scalpers so that the scalpers can't buy it but i don't think that fixes any of the problems we have you're just making people overpay somebody else um what we did was limit just how slowly the stuff got fed out so with all of our starter decks that we got in we ran them as uh, as tournaments um and then ever since and then we've just a weekly play and each week you come out and play you can buy a pack or two 
um, and it, it's not great, it's not ideal, it means that the stuff's only really getting into players' hands, and players are only a small part of the market. I, I, I think just collectors in general are, are, are a very valid and large part of a TCG market, um, and I want to be very sure that I'm, that I'm collectors and, and, and investors, I think, are very different. I'm talking here about people who just like to open the cards and enjoy them and, and look at them and collect them. Um, so it does mean that you're only really prioritizing players, but to start off with, that was the only way we could get it out into people who cared about its hands easily whilst being able to uh, charge a decent price for it. So I, I genuinely just think it's that. We just we made sure that our players and our community knew that we were in this with them and that the difficulties were something that we were finding and they were finding and we've worked through it. And I hope we're starting to see uh the sort of the, the other side of the of the bridge now i think i think set three is probably still not going to be where we want it to be at the gate uh but there definitely seems to be making improvements this isn't a long-term solution uh you know the long-term the long-term answer is just to have stuff on the shelf at, at the at the right price that people can just walk in and buy but have enough of it out there that people don't feel like they have to grab all of it as soon as they see it so only I can only as a store manager I can only do half of that right it's down to Ravensburger to produce enough of it to to do the other half of that as well but yeah honestly I think it's just that we just we sold it at the right price to the people who cared about the game and I and I saw another thing you guys did is you made as you mentioned the the kids only starter deck event but you also did something that I thought was really fun was the can drive event. Yeah, that was really good fun as well. That was a, it was a bit of a last minute thing, honestly. It was a, one of our regulars um, who's actually a magic player, doesn't really care much for Lorcana, but he um, he is a, a cook at a, a, a sort of cook slash teacher at a culinary school. Um, and he, uh, he came to us and was like, listen, we do a canned food drive every year. We take all the food, we cook meals out of it. And then those meals go out to uh, people uh, in need, basically, you know, sort of families that, that could do with a bit of support, a bit of help. And we're a little low on cans this year. Is there anything you think you can do? Um, and the only real event we had between when he needed them uh, was our Lorcana League play. So we, we kind of came up with that idea. And basically, uh, you could come along and play a, a little sort of uh, just a multiplayer game and bring cans with you. And you could spend the cans to draw an extra card uh ink an extra uh thing that turn uh, make everyone lose a law all stuff that cards in the game already do but basically you could just pay a pay a can to do it and it was such good fun um <laughs> lasted for about an hour an hour and a half i ran around like a blue butted fly for an hour grabbing cans off people um but it's 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 got it was so much fun that next year we're going to plan ahead and we're going to try and run a weekend of it for all the games that we run in the store and just do because uh, a big a big weekend canned food drive and, and just get some food in for the local food banks and stuff. Uh, it was that much of a success that we want to try making a bigger thing outside of just Lorcana as well. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was really good fun. Yeah, that's and that's really one cool. of the things that I really enjoy about communities and some of the ones I've been involved in different fan communities over the years are the ones who prioritize things like that where doing some good along with their fandom is is something that is like baked into the fandom kind of a yes. thing which is i think is always something that is is key for one the fun of the fandom but also the longevity of the fandom people who yeah. feel like they're making a difference beyond just i'm a fan of a thing 
uh-huh, uh-huh. definitely helps keep it grow growing and and keep it where yeah, it is look at look at look at this okay so we're all together we're all hanging out we're all playing what else can we do as a you know we could be a force to be reckoned with right just you know with all these people together and that's awesome yeah yeah exactly so looking forward what are you hoping from Lorcana in 2024 so i have to really be thinking about this because again i'm trying to again i would probably say the same as everyone else you've got on tonight and i'm trying my hardest to think of something that <laughs> not anyone else will say um so my hope for 2024 what i'm looking forward to actually i don't think it's hope i think it will happen is I am looking forward to Lorcana becoming more closer to the household name that it wants to be. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, the, a great example of this was Katie from Live Laugh Lorcana, another awesome podcast that you should all be listening to, uh, recently went on a Disney cruise and she took Lorcana decks with her and played with the people that she was with and I think showed a few new people as well. And none of the staff on the cruise knew what the game was. They were literally like, hey, what's this? And she was showing them the cards. They were like, oh, this is so cool. We'll have to check this out. So I don't think we as content creators and we as the community that are, that are watching this show right now, I don't think we quite realize how much of a small bubble we are still in with this game. Um, I still think we are in the early adoption bubble. And I think if you don't already have either TCG experience or you're really into Disney, and when I say really into Disney, the kind of people who follow things like D23, right? I think if you're not if you're not reading D23 blogs or you're already entrenched in the TCG world, you don't know about this game yet. And that's not good enough for Ravensburger. That's not what they want. They want this to be Pokemon. They want every person to know what this game is, whether they're into it or not. Um, and, and, and we're not even close to that. And all these people are saying, oh, there's too much product out there now. You have no idea how much product this game wants to have on shelves. We're not even close to it. We're not even 10, we're not even 5% away from where this game wants to be. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to having to explain this over and over again to moms and grandmas coming into my store <laughs> and asking about it. That's where I want this to be. That would be awesome. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going into uh, Liam and Aaron's time, but of course, uh, Jared mentioned that they are having travel issues, so they can't join us today. Uh, but uh, Jonty, uh, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you online if they don't know already? You can, I appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at The Inkwell. Uh, so just search for The Inkwell. You'll find a, a movie from the 80s first. Should have should have checked, shouldn't I? And then the next one there should be me. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we cover all things Lorcana. And as you just uh, mentioned before, Brandon, who you had on before, me and him do a live stream there every Monday where we uh, where we go over stuff. So, so it's, uh, it's usually called This Week in Ink. Uh, the next one will be this year in ink and we'll be doing a similar thing where we just look back over the uh, over the 12 months about what's going on very, very cool. fun all right well thank you again for joining us and we promise not to go an entire year before inviting you back that sounds good thank you so much for having <laughs> me the do promise I to, do i have to press like 20 buttons to leave now <laughs> no just one just, <laughs> just, just james will take out. care of that <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys congratulations thank you again, <laughs> All right, so even though uh, Liam and Aaron couldn't be here, they did send us a short message while they were waiting for 
one of the canceled flights. So let me uh, real quick uh, show that to everyone. Hey, YouTube. Sorry we couldn't be there. Uh, our intent was to be there live uh, this evening, but uh, travel plans got in the way and delays. But um, we just want to say congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> on a year. Um, it's so awesome, everything you've done for the Lorcana community. Thank you for everything you've done for the Lorcana community. Um, it really means a lot. Say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hi to everybody watching. Okay. <laughs> See ya. All right. Well, thank you, Liam. And Aaron, uh, that was awesome. And uh, it's, I hope you guys get home safe and like soon and you're not like stuck in an airport overnight or something like that. Cause that would be yeah. horrible. But yeah. are and we, well, first of all, I just have to say what an amazing message they shared. But second, the, that couple that was like perfectly framed between the two, they were kind of <laughs> distracting there. <laughs> No, and like to anybody who, if you don't know who Liam and Aaron are at the Illumiteers, like they are just the cutest, the bestest people. They're so, I love their coverage of all of the artists and all of the interviews that they do. And little baby Alina just adds to the amazingness. Yeah, and since they're not here, Adara, why don't you take a moment and share like what some of your favorite things that the Illumiteers have done? Oh man, they did. I love how Aaron, um, I think we they've done two so far. Aaron has hosted a women, a girls night, essentially of like, it's, they'll do a live stream, one of their Monday uh, night live streams before the, into the, well, um, they've done just a women's content creators, people in the community. And those have been really cool to both listen to and be a part of. Um, I really like their over cap, their overview videos as well. So like they did a really touching one from Gen Con and from Miami. Um, and then they just recently posted the one of like top 10 moments in of the year in Lorcana, which just covered actually like some things that I completely forgot about. Um, that was fun to watch them overviewing that as well. So they, they have a YouTube channel. Go watch them. Pretty much anything they put out um, is totally worth a watch. And can I say an underappreciated video format that they do? Same with Jaunty. Uh, when Liam does his uh, musical parodies, there, <laughs> there's one where he's like singing into the inkwell. And uh, yes. I could listen to that one over and over. It was so well done. So he's definitely, they are definitely a lot braver than I am. But Definitely go check them out. So, James, do we have our next guest on the line? We do. We do. They're ready to go. Okay. So, uh, many of you may or may not know our next guest. They are Dan and Jim from Hobbies and Happiness. There's one and both. Okay, let's make sure we can hear them. They got to push all the buttons first. <laughs> <laughs> You you got you would make it so I we have to push all the buttons. Oh, uh, yes, all of the buttons. Can, can you guys hear me? Can everybody hear me? Yes, we can. We can hear you. Okay. We can hear you great, Dan. We're still waiting for Jim. Waiting oh, for your come on, Jim. Prime. Oh, we can hear Jim now. Perfect. Oh. There right, he is. So 
I just want to start by saying I remember when the two of you like first started expressing interest in Lorcana, I was like blown away because at that time I had like maybe five followers on Twitter. I was like, man, these guys are huge <laughs> content creators and they're expressing interest in Lorcana, like especially in the early days, like when it was an afterthought for most people. And then you I feel like both of you helped create the hype, keep the hype alive for Lorcana with your content creator roundtables. I joined one of them. I quickly found out that the roundtable format was not my cup of tea because I just have a hard time getting a word in with a lot of people. Mm. Um, but I feel like so many of us fledgling creators, uh, we felt like your platform gave us uh, some legitimacy as as we launched our journeys. So you aren't exclusively a Lorcana-focused channel, but uh, what's been your experience with Lorcana so far? Uh, Jim, Jim, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start. This oh one, yeah. Man. Oh yep. man. <laughs> it's honestly been a great time. You know, we've been here since pretty much the beginning of it and just watching the community grow for good or for bad. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, I mean, it's rough sometimes, but <laughs> that's Facebook. You know, we're, we're out here teaching people, you know, it's okay. And, um, it's uh yeah it's it's been an amazing journey so far yeah it's it's been a blast i mean like from our perspective it's kind of nice being one of the one of the first few to be around when the game was basically an announcement to to now and there's still a lot of speculation and i think the biggest thing that one of the things that i've had a lot of fun with is you know, we've been around, we've been playing TCGs for a while, you know, being with Jim, who's played it like his entire life, and then come into Lorcana and then find a ton of people who basically don't know a whole lot about TCGs. Mm -hmm. It's fun, you know, being, you know, being their first experience, you know, watching people play Lorcana as their first TCG experience and experiencing uh, the community who's just learning a lot of basically what comes with being a TCG. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, like Jim said, it's got its ups and downs, but you know, overall, I think it, it's been a blast. Mm -hmm. One of the things I appreciate about the both of you is you're, you're, uh, you're outside the echo chamber. You're not afraid to talk about Lorcana the way you oh, yeah. see it. A hundred percent. And, uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll continue to do that. It's nice when, you know, when Jim comes over, we just laugh a lot when we read things that some people say. It's just funny to us. And, okay. you know, you've made videos about my comments. So I know I'm <laughs> one of those people you're talking about. <laughs> hey, but, and okay, here's the thing. And you can attest to this. I messaged you and was like, hey, just so you know, we're talking about you. And I was, we were nice, we were kind, but. Go watch it and just I'm letting you know just so you're not taken aback by it. <laughs> no, it's true. And we can uh like you can tell me where my point of view might be off and we can still be friends. Like that's 100%. what I appreciate about the Lork the community generally is that people can generally be I, I know that's not like universally. <laughs> <laughs> yes again. exactly generally right but and i'll and again we'll be the ones we'll lay it out and we'll give you our perspective i'll give you my perspective and most of the time 
we can understand where anybody is coming from. And it's, it's always fun having those conversations. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much always know why people are wrong. So <laughs> that going for us. Okay. F- favorite Lorcana memory of 23. Ooh. Go ahead, Jim. You know, I was trying to think of my top two. Cause I'm like, obviously nothing can beat Gen Con, Gen Con of this year. Right. Like it was just a phenomenal time, but I was really trying to think of another one and it was so difficult. But I I think for me personally, it was when we decided to step more into the Lorcana for um the Lorcana stuff for the YouTube channel because it just felt so good from everything else we were doing. And right. I, I loved seeing everyone at Gen Con and it just felt like such a breath of fresh air to me. I'm like, this is yeah. a great time to be alive. Yeah. For a hundred percent. So again, I feel like everybody's going to say Gen Con, but it's true. And I'll get more specific. The meetup at Gen Con was great, but in all honesty, nothing can be not just when we hung out with Ryan and Steve, <laughs> but when uh, we were, I, I should say, when Jim was calling the Enchanted Secret Rares <laughs> and the rise we got out of Ryan, that was Dude. phenomenal. That was yeah. phenomenal. Dude, the and story then, with all of that is hilarious. Yeah, we would love, Jim loves, uh, Jim loves telling it. I love hearing him tell it. it's great. Um, mm-hmm. But on the uh, piggybacking off of what you just said, Jim, mm-hmm. um, probably just a couple of weeks ago when we just decided that we, to really kind of continue to do more lore kind of stuff with the gameplay and yeah. it's just been a blast like when anytime we get to sit down and do that at the table we just have a ton of fun mm-hmm. and more coming okay i'm not familiar with this story like i like oh, i appreciate man. what you said oh. uh dan oh. but i have to hear the story from jim now all right jim tell a story but also the multiplayer game that we had at gen con oh with crab control yes yes uh jared was not having fun (laughs) at all i was having all of the fun you see fun is a zero-sum game and i want to have all of it i'm pretty sure dan that (laughs) i was having the most fun and i wasn't even a part of the game true true (laughs) true all right tell 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 your story jim this is great okay so we just got our boxes of the first set of lorcana at gen con we go sit down we start cracking things the last pack i open up I get the secret rare symbol, right? <laughs> I get the rainbow rare symbol. And um, so we see Dan sees Ryan Miller out of the corner yeah. of his eyes, like probably 20 feet, 30 feet away, right? And so we're excited to go show him what we got. And I'm like, oh, look, I got the secret rare Simba. And he's looking, he's like, oh, awesome. Wait, wait, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what are they called <laughs> and like, then the entire uh, yeah the, the entire Rare? rest of it yeah <laughs> so he then takes the card out of my hand and starts walking away he's like you don't even deserve this card <laughs> <laughs> so so then he started walking back and i told him i'm like i guess the card got disenchanted i don't know oh <laughs> nice <laughs> wait what, what makes this even better is Probably the next day, uh, Ryan sees Jacob from Ready, Set, Draw. And he mistakes Jacob for Jim. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
And so he goes up to Jacob thinking he's Jim and giving him a hard time about the enchanted cards. And Jacob is like, what, what did I do? I don't mind know what you, I did. Mind you, it wasn't like a, what are they called? Like just question. He was like looking angry. Like he was very upset. It was all play. You know, he was just right. playing up to everything. But when he saw, when he saw Jacob, he was like, oh, that's Jim. No, that's Jacob. So he went over there looking all mean and getting angry, you know, just playing. And Jacob's like, oh, my goodness, what did I do to upset him? <laughs> I mean, your names both start with a J. I can see the confusion. Yeah. And honestly, and, we do look very tall. similar. Yeah, we do look they're both similar. tall white guys with beards. Beards, brown hair. I think that's beard. half yep. the people at Gen Con, though. <laughs> yeah true true <laughs> yeah it's it's not a Lorcana memory from 23 but i do want to say i greatly enjoyed when you guys changed up um your branding a little bit and redid oh. that and got some new merch oh, yeah. um i thought oh, yeah. that was a really cool uh thing that you all did Thank oh you. yeah that that was appreciated but that was that was a lot of fun when that whole process got done i know we were both stoked um, we were super happy with that work, but uh, glad to hear that uh, the community enjoys it. So thank you. All right, guys. Any parting words before you go? Jim, your parting words? Man, why you got to be first on this one, too? <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Uh, no, no, no. I will say I'm very excited for Lorcana in the future. I really can't wait to see more sets. And I hope, I hope it's not rotation for the standard. <laughs> I hope it's eternal, but I know there's, there's going to be multiple formats. So I just hope 100%. we get eternal. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having us. This was fun. Um, yeah. And honestly, 2023 was a, a rousing success. I think for Lorcana, um, mm-hmm. Jared, Dan, uh, Dara, this has been a lot of fun. Congratulations on your your journey so far. Looking forward to seeing you guys continue to grow. Looking forward to see Lorcana continue to grow in 2024. And honestly, with all the talk recently about games dead, anything, honestly, if you've been in this if you've been in the space long enough and you look at the signs, I think Lorcana is in a fantastic place. Yes, prices are going down. Ravensburger has did what they said they were going to do and the game is continuing uh, to have success and, and gain popularity. So I can't wait to see what 2024 is going to bring to Lorcana and the community as a whole. Thanks guys. I agree. And where can we find you guys online? If anyone doesn't know. Sure. Uh, I think if you go to our website, it's hobbiesandhappiness.com. If you go on YouTube, search hobbies and happiness, uh, that's pretty much the major where all of our content goes. We used to have a podcast. We we shortly stopped doing that, but you can still go listen to all the episodes. <laughs> we had a lot of fun recording all those. Uh, but yeah, if you just go to youtube.com slash hobbies, believe it's hobbies and happiness. You can find all our stuff there. Excellent. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see ya. See, James, this is why you need to change your name. People think your name is Dan. (laughs) 
We have many Lorcana Dans. I answer to it, so it's not a big deal. It's true. It's true. All right. So what are we what are we doing next? I think it's time for another giveaway. Yes. All right. So we have two giveaways. Two two more giveaways tonight. Uh, And this one we're going to do live now for those of you watching. So all of you listening later. uh, (laughs) uh, Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Adara, did you want to do yours now or did you want to do yours last? We can do mine now. All right, cool. (laughs) so i don't have my cards with me because vacation but um i have a set of the set one uh organized play promos oh you're amazing jared so the the mickey the yzma and the hey hey so we have those and then i have like six like random common and uncommon foils from set one as well um just kind of as a fun foil bundle i think it's a great way to either get into collecting foils or just fun cards to have but so um i don't know do do we just want do you want me to explain how we're gonna do the giveaway or uh i will do it since i have the thing uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask a question in just a second and what you're gonna do is go ahead and get your uh, phones or computers ready to send an email. Uh, And you're going to be sending an email. I'm putting it up on the screen now, but we'll also tell it to you. Uh, It is, the email you're going to send it to is citizensoflorcana at gmail.com. It's very simple. It's right there on the screen. Uh, What you're going to do is you're going to need to put FOIL as the subject because we're doing another giveaway later and we want to make sure that these are in order. So this is going to be the first correct answer that comes in with the subject foil and the answer in the body, the correct answer. And it's just going to go by timestamp of when the email shows up. So get those emails ready. And Adar is going to ask the question in a second. And that way everyone has a chance because everyone's going to kind of see it at the same time with the time delay. And there doesn't have to be people who maybe have a like, faster connection or something like that. You're all going to get it. You're all going to get a chance to send the email and it should hopefully work out just fine. We're going to announce the winners either at the end of the show, if we can figure it out or Jared will announce it on Twitter uh, soon after or in the morning or something. And you'll get an email back if you're the winner asking for your address to send your prize. Can I just say how old I feel that we're having people email us? (laughs) <laughs> I like I like how it simplifies things. I think I think it, it, it funnels everybody. Because we already down. have your yeah, we already have your email to reply and ask for your address. It's it's very convenient, very easy. Yeah, it's not none of this newfangled technology, but I mean, come on, it's 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 tried and true. I'm just picturing. Definitely. I don't know. I'm gonna send an email from my AOL address. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of fun looking emails. That's for sure. <laughs> But no, so definitely, like, you can answer in the chat. It's just not going to count towards the giveaway. Yeah. And you're you're helping other people. So up to you guys. Yeah, you're not going to win. Email. <laughs> Email will win. Break it out, people. This is, this, is, this is your 2013 technology going here. Okay. So our trivia question for the foils is going to be, how many muses are there in Hercules? So... 
make sure to email the, the citizens of Lorcana at gmail.com with the foils in the subject line with how many muses were in Hercules. Now, are we accepting answers in number or with the number written out? Either one. Come on, James. Both. It's faster <laughs> to just type the number on the, the pad, but yeah. like, I want to type include just, the names of I'm each just, muse. No, no, no. no. Oh, I'm, just man, teasing. No. I'm just teasing. <laughs> We just needed to fill a little bit of time for while people are sitting there typing their emails. So I was, you know, just trying to trying to fill some time with something stupid. Um, but anyway, uh, c congrats to whoever ends up winning. Uh, thank you all for for uh, actually joining us on the live stream. We really appreciate it. And this is one of the ways that we uh, wanted to reward all of those who watch it live. And Jared's giveaway of the gift set was how we were uh, saying thank you to everyone who follows on Twitter and all of those kind of things. So. Thank you all uh, again for watching, for listening, and uh, again, congrats to whoever wins those foils. And the, the next giveaway will be at the end of the show, and I will show you what we're giving away then. It's going to be um, a couple of puzzles, so uh, that'll be pretty cool for anyone who likes puzzling. Uh, and um, let's move on. I think it's time for our next guest, right? Yeah, is he ready? Uh, he's here, so uh, let's bring him on. Awesome. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if you were making those noises, Jared, or what was going on. <laughs> Trying to fill that uh, dead space. Can you there. hear me? We, we can, can hear you. Can and you now we can see me? you. There we go. Nice. Oh, oh and you're wearing the shirt. You know, could it have been? Yeah, I got a got a rep. Got a rep. Glimmer gang here. Um, I, if I had uncommon cardboard shirts, I'd probably wear that. But you know, definitely. That, how are you guys all doing tonight? I, I won't tell Teddy. <laughs> We're, We're doing awesome. This is so much fun to have so many people hopping on and getting to chat with everyone and hear their highlights and everything. <laughs> so for like obviously you're part of the Glimmer Gang. You're repping yes. the shirt really nice tonight. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of people don't necessarily know that you also host your Uncommon Cardboard podcast. Uh, so thinking back to like early 2023, um, one of my favorite series that you did was the big series you did on the road to Gen Con. So leading up into that was a huge thing, which I think really helped build the hype in the community and just like looking forward to like, what tips for those of us who are newbies to TCGs and conventions of like, what, what should we be thinking about and bringing in all of that? So but just to kind of start us off, I wanted to know, do you think anything will ever match the hype that we had for Gen Con? Uh, worlds. If we ever, if and when Worlds happens, that will, uh, that'll have the same like fervor that the hype for Gen Con did that we had for, gosh, what was it? Six, eight months, something like that. We were all just chomping at the bit planning and planning and planning some more it was it was it was a great time honestly i wouldn't trade it for anything it was just the whole the entire year even the couple of months before in 2022 or yeah 2022 forgot <laughs> forgot what year it was um <laughs> it's it was just it all had to happen the way it did i feel like for all of us to get so close like um there's a ton of people in the community, other content creators that I talk to daily, 
and like <laughs> have become very, very, very close friends of mine. And I owe it all to this game, man. I'll owe it all to this game and all the wild up, ups and downs that we had over the last year ish, little over. Yeah, it definitely like helped knit us together, like forged us through the mm-hmm. fire exactly. Of, exactly. of waiting and the ups and the downs of it all. We, we've we been there together and it's been so cool seeing new people join in at different points in that journey as well and also become part of that community there. Yeah, the more the merrier. I'd say that all the time. And I love to see like the big booms that we had in the community because like for the longest time, it was a, like a dedicated couple thousand of us maybe in the very beginning like if you if you counted everybody from facebook and twitter and uh the hq discord and all these different places and even people that were just dipping their toes in like hey i love tcg so i heard about disney's making one i'm just gonna keep my ear out like all the all that combined was still just a couple thousand people and that's a drop in the bucket if you think about it like that's not that's not a lot of people at all so um yeah yeah Go ahead, Jared. No, absolutely. Um, I remember what those early days were like, and I just specifically remember on Twitter, um, the Disney Lorcana Twitter handle had like 15,000 followers. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yep. here in the HQ, which was the biggest one at the time, there's like 2,000. And so just like what you said, as a drop in the bucket. But so many of us bought into this vision this hype so early on and it like brandon said it just forged lifelong friendships now the thing that i really loved about your road to gen con series was as somebody who's never been to convention myself you had people and you had people like me on who knew nothing about gen con or conventions um, but you also had people like uh eric uh, one of our yep. upcoming guests and he actually gave like really good advice for yeah. how to prepare for conventions like I listened to a lot of that. So, and took a lot of that advice. And, um, so with your podcast, where do you see it going in the future? Or are you just so involved with glimmer gang? I know you're still putting out some uncommon cardboard stuff, but what's your plans with that? My plans with that, uh, I kind of want to take uncommon cardboard into a direction where I am. Well, I have a guest on for every episode. I'm never, I'm never alone. Um, and I'm going to keep that trend going and I'm going to continue to have people from the community um, along for the ride. Right now, um, I'm putting out an uninkable series because I think the uninkables in the game are one of the funnest mechanics. It's one of the coolest build arounds, like one of the coolest ideas and TCGs I've seen in a long time, personally. Um, fun way for the uh, developers to have a way to balance the game. So I have been taking uh, each episode is a different color and I have... Um, different content creators on to just talk about those colors specifically and it's gone pretty well uh it, it's it's been pretty fun and then i will probably do something similar um to the road to gen con next year um i don't know what i'll title it yet but it'll probably be the road to uh competitive play whatever that looks like next year so in january once you need though, something once more we, catchy yeah see i'm, I'm workshopping and we'll, we'll toss some ideas back and forth <laughs> road to worlds <laughs> that, that might and and that's kind of what it's going to hinge on is like it's going to be road to whatever catchy title they name their world tournament or big end of the year nationals whatever whatever you know so it'll be the road to the, the, the yeah exactly something like that exactly mm-hmm. so um 
yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to in the next year. And besides that, you know, recording stuff with the Gunner Gang all the time. Yes. So what was your favorite Lorcana memory of 2023? Um, just because I can't, I'm not going to say Gen Con because everybody <laughs> has said Gen Con. Although that is one of the greatest memories, one of the greatest sets of memories that I have, and I will always cherish it. The good, the bad, the ugly, uh, all sorts, so many crazy good stories and so many good laughs that I can have with these people that up until that point, I'd only known like this. I'd only known virtually or digitally. So it, it really bonded all of us together in a special way. Um, lost my train of thought completely. We're trying not <laughs> to say Gen Con and then yes. you were saying Gen okay, Con. Yeah. So uh, I will say that my favorite Lorcana memory was when uh, the Glimmer Gang got to reveal a card. For mm. that was pretty amazing i did not uh really did not expect us to be able to have that amazing opportunity uh being such a fledgling um uh group of content creators but you know they saw fit to allow us to um uh spoil a card for everybody it was pretty amazing after uh, being somebody that's in tcgs for a long time and i've seen countless amazing content creators get chances to reveal not only just cards but decks etc you know what i mean so it was great it was that that's definitely the top memory i can still see all four of you charge yep yep <laughs> we had we had to get cheesy for it you know it's we had to we had to pull out all the stops i approve <laughs> <laughs> yes so Obviously, you're looking forward to tracking along with whatever the competitive yeah. ends up looking forward to for 2024. Yep. Are there any other big things that you're looking forward to for 2024 for Lorcana? Um, I want to see where the story goes too. Like, I can't mm -hmm. wait to see more sets drop, and uh, we just get well, well. Honestly, I mean, like maybe not even like as much the story as it is just building the world. Mm -hmm. uh coming from magic and other uh tcgs with ips that are also huge it's it, we, we don't know a lot about the world itself like with set two and then set three being revealed we have gotten the deepest glimpse into lorcana we've gotten so far with the inklands and seeing that there are in fact all these amazing locations that you know and cherish almost as much as characters and songs which mm -hmm. I think is very appropriate for Disney because like some of these, like like Pride Rock, that is oh. such an iconic place. And I guarantee it'll be a location at some point down the road. You know, it may maybe maybe in this next set or maybe may not be, but you know, just stuff like that's gonna be amazing. Can I give you a suggestion for a segment of the Glimmer Gang podcast? Yeah, absolutely. And this was inspired from one of your recent podcasts where you're talking about teddyisms okay <laughs> that has me intrigued oh, i, I want a segment on teddyisms like we did lorcana lexicon i just want one segment where you pull up one of his random things he says and explains it <laughs> oh, the the best part about that idea is i guarantee that he'll explain it and give us another teddyism or two in the <laughs> explanation that we can just keep going forever <laughs> next week on teddyisms <laughs> we um we have we have tossed around some fun ideas with the teddyisms and some of the other goofy things that we do because there's the uh you know 
bless your heart, Blake. You're amazing. He's the guy that he edits all of our stuff. Um, <laughs> as much as it pains him sometimes, he edits all of our stuff. He does an amazing job. And he's got so much stuff on the cutting room floor that he could do some really fun outtakes type stuff or any, anything else. It, it, you know, we, we have plans for that eventually. So, you know, keep an eye out or ear out. Ooh. So, uh, the competitive series could be uh, the the road to Quest Mania. Mm-hmm. James or... has been sitting here cooking up something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's all I've been doing. Um, <laughs> you know, like uh, Welcome to the Lorcana Dome. Mm-hmm. I love I love that one. Honestly, I'm a big Mad Max fan, so that one's really yeah. fun for me. I like that. That's yeah. a deep. That's a deep cut. Right. So. I mean, that's just a couple of them that I thought of while I, while we were while we were listening to the chat here. Wait, so, wait, oh. were you listening? I, I actually was. Yes, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just te- I'm just teasing. Teddyisms. See, Teddyisms. Teddyisms. Oh, he was listening. And 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 the card reveal charge, you know, and uh, we can't mention Gen Con. You know, I was listening. So yeah, we don't talk about Gen Con <laughs> now. After four people have already talked about it. We're all going to talk about it, but not yeah, I'm going to talk about it right now. It was amazing, and I loved every second. <laughs> it was definitely great. So, Sean, I wasn't I wasn't in the stampede. <laughs> I will say that I wasn't in the stampede, so I don't have that uh, that one hanging uh-huh. over my head. You were not. I do remember that. But where can people find you and the Glimmer Gang online? They don't know where to find you already. Um, we're all over Twitter. I am my handles at Lee Barb's underscore. I believe the Glimmer Gang handle is at Glimmer Gang Pod. Um, we are both podcasts are on Spotify. Um, we are doing our very best. We've had a couple of hangups trying to get on Apple Music, which I know we've had a lot of requests for that. And it is coming for both different both for podcasts, mine and uh Glimmer Gang. So yeah, that's where we're at. Oh, thanks well, thank for you so us. much. Yes, thanks for stopping in and joining us in our celebration. Oh, it was my pleasure. Congratulations, guys, on all the great, great stuff that you guys have been doing, and Happy New Year, you know? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. We're getting ready for the next one? Next one. Do I click leave? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you should probably (laughs) click leave. (laughs) Get out! (laughs) Or else James will kick you out. (laughs) So we have coming up next, uh, who? Who, Jared? So our next guest, and we might only have one of them, but it's the podcast, uh, the co-host of the podcast, uh, Overexerted, Benny and potentially Charles. Charles was sick earlier, mm-hmm. and he had stuff tonight, so he may not be here, but I know Benny is here. So once What's he's on. Benny? Yuck, who's that guy? You know what? <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> This is the first time I've actually seen your face because like when we were on your podcast, you guys just had like your screens were blank. Yeah, we we actually record without seeing each other. So when uh, Charles and I ended up going to PAX together, well, he showed up after me because he was working, um, was the first time that we met. And I actually met Eric there from The Gamer. So I was like, this is kind of weird. I'm meeting Eric from The Gamer, Big Idol, and then I'm meeting co-host Charles. Weird. How fun. So anyway, you guys have this fun podcast. Mm-hmm. I enjoy listening to it every week. And it's thank definitely you, been you. a part of my Lorcana journey. So tell us. I mean, 
at the start of your podcast every week it's like a podcast of two tired dads tell us how did your podcast start uh so we were chatting on the Lorcana hq discord and i guess charles just said i like the way that this guy talks and it sounds very similar to how i talk so do you want to start a podcast together and we just started a podcast. It kind of started off as a joke, just kind of let's see where this goes. And next thing we know, it's getting a bunch of listens and we're having a good time and everybody seems to be enjoying what we're doing. So haven't heard any complaints yet. But but that's the funny thing. Like you guys don't like your thought processes, the way you articulate things doesn't sound. And I know talking is different than like typing on, on discord, but yeah. uh, that that's, what's funny to me. Yeah. And we're like a hundred percent similar, um, kind of antagonistic, but also very much the opposite. Where he is very mechanical and in the oh, yeah. game, and I'm like Disney, Disney, Disney. Everything is fun. So, <laughs> very much the opposite in that aspect. I I will lose game after game after game, but I I'm probably gonna say there are very few things that will ever get me stopping playing Lorcana. I feel like I'll be 50 60 years old if the game's still going and uh what was that'd be 17 to 27 years for me uh (laughs) i I don't want to think that far ahead (laughs) you know uh, i'll still be playing i'll probably play into retirement if i have to i'll play past retirement you'll be in the nursing home starting up a (laughs) work i'll be in the nursing home with charles i'll have moved down to seattle by then and we'll be uh We'll be hosting our podcast straight out of the nursing home. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> um, Perfect. I want to be Barnacle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot what I was going to say. Well, um, let, me, let me interject here real quick. So when you guys were first getting ready to start your podcast, I was watching you guys talk in, I think it was like in the general yep. panel. Mm-hmm. Yep. At first. That's where we felt safest. I, I legit thought because of the way you guys talk and and kind of joke about stuff, I legit <laughs> thought you were just joking about starting a podcast. <laughs> I think most were, people did. You were like putting up that whole like odds that we actually get an episode done thing. It was like one in a million or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, then I was like, like uh, I think it was Eric was kind of antagonizing us saying like, hey, odds that you guys actually get an episode out and he was putting that up. And that made me. That almost like lit a fire under me because I was like, if somebody bets against me, I'm going to do it. And my wife knows that all the time. She'll be like, can I get you to clean the the downstairs? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And she's like, yeah, it'll probably take you forever. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh. So this okay. is like when you said you were going to triple sleeve all of your cards. And oh, I think oh. Charles and I were like, no, that's not going to happen. Deck I think box. you did. Deck <laughs> box right here. Two decks. Both. Nice. I will pull one card out. Let's but see what I mean, random this card was, I pull out. This Only was five world. of every card, right? One. One. Two. Three. And, three. <laughs> and so I actually have in my safe uh, the entire first chapter completely triple sleeved. Wow. Is it one of each card or is it four of each? It is a play set of each card. And then in penny sleeves and top loaders, I have one of each card. I'm missing a few foils. I think I've got down to about, I want to say 20 ish foils right now. So wow. we're getting there. I'm That's still dedication. Yeah. I'm still trying to trade away. I pulled a uh, Maleficent or yeah. Nope. 
Madam Mim, Purple Dragon, the other day, and I'm looking to trade that off for a first chapter Enchanted. Are, are you a... Uh... Are you trying to use this as a platform to trade here? Hey, if anybody <laughs> wants to trade, message me up. <laughs> I want to ask you, what has your experience producing a weekly podcast been like? Because before I got into podcasting, like I knew it would be a grind, but I didn't realize just how big of a grind it is. So what has your experience been like? So I thought this is going to be so easy because you've got all these podcasts and people are constantly pumping them out on Spotify. It must be super easy. Anyone can do this. And it has been, to be 100% honest, it has been exhausting. Um, if anybody out there knows the podcast very well, you know that Charles has edited a maximum of two episodes. We just finished recording episode 30 on Tuesday and putting that out yesterday. Uh, Charles is not on that because he's sick. And... Uh, I have, that means I have edited 28 episodes and I usually start editing them the night after we finish, which we finish at about 11 PM. Um, I start right after we finish. Sometimes we finish later and then I go to work at, I have to wake up for work at four 30 in the morning. So I get about four to five hours of sleep every night. And after that, I finish editing on Wednesday and get it out as early as I possibly can Thursday morning. Yeah, I, I've beat uh, I've beat Charles's record though. I have edited zero. Well, well, zero. you and Beth did one episode, right? Beth did it. Not okay, me. Beth. Okay. I watched Beth edited right. the, the one episode that we edited. I'd like, here, Beth, you do it. You're good at it. <laughs> so I've done zero. Well, that's still something. You, you've got it. But funny enough, actually, um, the one of the first podcasts I listened to was yours and Lorconicast, and. I was a couple episodes behind and I heard Jared say, Hey, you know, I'm kind of looking for a co-host. If anyone's interested in that, let me know. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to listen to like two, three more episodes. And if nobody's reached out to this guy, I'm going to try and reach out to him and maybe join his podcast. And then I listened to a couple more episodes and then I hear James come on and I was like, well, so much for that. I guess my ship has sailed. No, no podcast for me. And well, then it was like a couple days later, Charles was like, Hey, you want to start a podcast? And I was like, okay. So yeah, it's, um, it's definitely interesting to see the process that everything goes through. And I guess everything has a reason. Yep. And right. uh, yeah, definitely enjoying it. We've, uh, we've talked a lot. So real quick, <laughs> favorite Lorcana memory of 2023. Um, I wasn't there. <laughs> Did I say the Gen Con stampede? <laughs> I had a I had a love of just hearing the the whole there was no line and seeing all the chaos in Discord. I'm a uh, I'm a chaotic neutral, so I love a little bit of chaos. <laughs> but um, I think my favorite memory was the first time I pulled an enchanted, and then also pulling an enchanted at the first like sealed night where it's like I wasn't by myself when I opened it. I was surrounded by people. Or um, I guess it's just pulling an Enchanted and actually having people around. Like the first time I was just playing video games with friends and they heard it over the headset. Um, the second time I pulled an uh, Enchanted Elsa and that was at League. And then the other one was the Madame Mim at a sealed event. So hold on, hold on. It's kind of... You were playing video games while opening Lorcana packs? Yeah, so I was playing video games with friends. Uh, one of my other friends in the video game group actually plays Lorcana, and I said, hey, I'm just going to open up a pack real quick. 
And he's like, go ahead. And I opened it and there was an enchanted Simba. And I just like, I was like, no way, this, this isn't possible. And he's like, what? And I was like, I pulled an enchanted and he's like, you're lying. And I was like, a hundred percent. I pulled an enchanted and he's like, send a picture. So I sent a picture to discord and to him just so that everybody in HQ, I was like, I finally did it. It's been like 200 packs. That's right. You have opened a lot. It's I've opened too much. Um, Five booster boxes of chapter one and only three of chapter two. What a slacker. Wow. I'm slowing down on chapter two. Chapter two. (laughs) Bring on chapter three. three. There we go. Chapter three, though, 90s kids know where it's at. All right. Well, do you have any final words you want to share with us? Um, My final words is Citizens of Lorcana is a fantastic podcast. Everybody who's listening to this obviously knows that because they're here listening to it. And uh, keep up what you guys are doing. I uh, I love hearing all your guys' stuff. It's it's fantastic. I am also a weekly listener of yours. Oh, well, thank awesome. You. And if people that. want to find you, where can they find you? Which is another podcast they should listen to. All right. Um, you can find us on Instagram at overexertedcast. You can find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what people are calling it nowadays. I'm still calling it Twitter. I will never change. Uh, and then you can also find us on Spotify at Overexerted Podcast, a Disney Lorcana podcast, or just search Lorcana and you'll find us there. <laughs> Thank nice. you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Next up. Our next guest is someone who is our most frequent guest. So let's bring him on. An unofficial co-host, I think, at this point. Self-proclaimed unofficial co-host. Self-proclaimed. We never gave him that. No. But but he said it enough, I'm starting to accept it. <laughs> he's got you, he's got you hoodwinked. <laughs> They're not a light. They are on. They do not look like they're hot. (laughs) Welcome, Eric Eric Schweitzer from The Gamer. Hello, citizens of Lorcana. hey Thanks for having me. I have an important announcement to make. What's what's the important announcement? Can I start with my announcement? Sure, why not? With an overwhelming 57.7% of the vote, the citizens of Lorcana podcast is the best podcast of the year. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. For anyone that doesn't doesn't know, the Lorcana Community Awards was a fun thing that I wanted to do, and it was fun, and we did it. And look at us now. All right. Podcast of the year. I can't believe I'm here. That that doesn't do it justice. You, You text me one morning. You're like, I had this dream about holding a Lorcana Community Awards called the Lorcana Nas. Yeah, that's how I pronounce it. He's like, and you were like, should I make this uh, happen? I was like, let's do it. Absolutely. And I mean, it was just a it was just a thing for fun. It was a spur of the moment thing. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like scientific, but it was just it was a blast. Yeah, I'm glad we got so many people to participate. I think we had close to 500 voters. Wow. Um, We started with uh, 50, a jury of 50 um, who created the category. Well, I created the categories. They 
send in the nominees and then almost 500 people voted. So it's something that I'd like to grow and refine next year. I got a lot of feedback for some things, new categories people want, new things to consider and people to include. So I think it'll be a really cool thing to do again next year. I yeah. Did not, I did not vote for the citizens of Larkana, by the way. <laughs> I did not either. You didn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like cheating. You can't vote for your own. Listen, this is what I told Jared. Does the president vote for himself? Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> that would be silly if he didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, that's awesome. Uh, well, thank you. So, so that is the first announcement I have made for the awards. I will be doing the rest. I know I'm. people are busy with the holidays, so I wanted to give it a little room. When, um, but- uh, when do we get our trophy? Uh, just pick something shiny in your office. Anything within arm's reach. Yeah, a nice pen. Oh, a shiny coin. grandpappy. There you go. Grandpappy Ooh. is your trophy. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be announcing the rest of the winners. Um, starting next week, it'll be fun. Awesome. All right. Speaking of announcing, you're going to be announcing them on the Gamer website. Which no. Right. <laughs> no. Uh. So uh, you've been covering Lorcana for a while now. That's true. So you have a bit of a different experience with Lorcana, even though it has taken over your life just like it has ours. Yeah. You've also been working with Lorcana and having a massive amount of coverage on the site, doing the infamous Lorcana week, uh, instrumental in all of the different uh, things, helping to knit the community together with all of the different articles and and all of that. Uh, you're a big cheerleader for Lorcana but you're also not afraid to uh, say some things that maybe uh, aren't uh, entirely positive. <laughs> you can <laughs> criticize when criticizes, criticizing is Constructive criticism. Right. So all of that together, I mean, how do you feel about the first year of Lorcana? Like what's your, the journalist view? Hmm. Ryan, you know, give us the journalist view of Lorcana over the first year instead of the fan view. Okay. Uh, I guess I would say um, the the prevailing theme that sums up this first half year of Lorcana is um, mistakes and then acknowledging and fixing those mistakes. Uh, I think we can all recognize that there was availability issues, and we can also recognize that those have been addressed in a big way. I mean, Jared, your store is selling booster boxes right now for what? One fifteen? One fifty? Yeah, I saw that on Facebook today. It's it's hard to believe, and I've already have MSRP pre orders for Inklands. Like things changed quickly. It didn't feel quick when we were in it, um, but but things changed quickly. They that got fixed. Um, you know, another piece is the communication, uh, which was pretty rough. Uh, pre-launch and at the start of launch, there was things that they said that didn't come true. There was things that they should have said that we just got radio silence. Uh, but then, you know, now we have an official Discord. Um, they've made steps to be more directly communicative. Uh, when the DDoS attack happened, I felt like the way that they handled that from the communication side was pretty much the best that they could do. They were very transparent. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, there, there's there's plenty of concerns. It's a new game. Um, there's still things to be worried about and things we're, we're just not going to know. We don't know it, how balanced the game is going to be once we get, you know, four, five, six sets in. We don't know what kind of problems we're going to have with 
quality print quality which is an issue right now but the things that were issues early on have been if not resolved addressed in a satisfying way and i think that's the best sign for the game so i think that there's plenty of criticize uh throughout the launch of this game but the fact that so much of it has been addressed and addressed head on gives me a lot of hope for the for the future that is good to hear uh so uh leading into that yeah as now a player a fan journalist however you want to answer this mm-hmm. what's your favorite lorcana memory of 2023 oh man well I have two for very different reasons. The The first is my um, my video session, my, my videos that I made with Ryan Miller, um, because that was, um, it was a lot of work, first of all. Um, I think I've talked about it before on this show, what all went into that. You know, that, that wasn't a situation where like Ravensburger came to me and said, hey, let's make a video. We'll fly out here. Um, it wasn't like that at all. It was all like I I pushed for it. I got the studio. I brought him down. Well, they they brought him down, but I like I set up the whole thing and made that happen. And um, so just on a from a like a career perspective, that was such a huge moment for me. And that video averages a thousand views a day. And by January first, it's gonna crack two hundred thousand. It's at one hundred ninety-seven and a half as I look at it right now. That's incredible. Yeah, so I'm I'm just so proud of that. And you know, meeting him uh, and developing a relationship with him and meeting more developers on the game is just like such a satisfying part of my uh, career. Uh, And I'm just so glad that I get to have a part, some kind of part uh, in this game. so that's the first one. And then the second one was just finally getting to see everyone at Gen Con. It was so cool to, you know, build these friendships uh, on the Discord and stuff and then show up. And that's the first time I met Adara. That's the first time I met, you know, Lee Barbs and B Squared and like all these people that I got to know uh, on the Discord. And we finally got to all see each other. I saw you, dorks, before. <laughs> but But everybody else... Um, that was so cool. And I can't wait to go back next year. I can't wait to have more meetups like that. I, I hope that, uh, a lot of the people that we know in the community are participating in the, you know, the competitive circuit and that we can all meet up often that way too. Um, I, I've never really played a, a paper card game like this, so I don't, I've never had the experience of, uh, local game stores and events. I mean, I go to Pokemon Worlds every year and I kind of pay attention to that from the sidelines, but this is the first one I've ever been involved with myself. Uh, and it's just so unique. It's just such a unique type of gaming community. Uh, and I'm so psyched uh, to get to be part of it. That's cool. What I, else? You got any uh, more questions? I do. I have one more question. <laughs> but you've got to be fast. <laughs> we out of time? Oh, God. Yeah, you know, we're we're running a little late. It's no big deal. Um, I, I know you just had the overexerted boys on. They they know how to talk. They can go on. We, we kept him in line, and it was only Benny. It was only Benny? Okay. Otherwise, it would have been a half hour, right? Um, <laughs> what What is your hope for Lurkana in 2024? Um, Just a... More, more than anything, I just want a diverse meta. I really just want 
competitive decks that can be played against each other. I just want a better answer than play Amethyst against Amethyst. I just, that's really, if they, if they can just get it to a point where there's three, four, five decks that are all even, even playing field, um, boy, that would be incredible. I know that's a really tall order for a trading card game, but I do not like the meta today. I've been pretty vocal about that. I'm not having a great time. <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely better than it was because the games aren't an hour long now, at least. They're only like 35 minutes long. <laughs> I'm, I'm still tying games. I'm still seeing everybody around me tie games. It feels yeah. terrible. I would rather lose than tie. And uh, yeah. Um, then play an aggro deck. That'll make you go faster. <laughs> Yeah, they, win or lose, the, uh, you'll go faster. Yeah, you'll just lose faster. <laughs> the game's got to speed up. I think locations might speed things up. I'm, I've got a lot riding on locations. I'm, I'm ready to own that. I'm, uh, I'm really wishing upon a star when it comes to locations. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I need the game to speed up, and I need it there to be a more diverse meta than there is right now. And I, I uh, forgive it because there's only two sets. Um, but I, you know. When we saw Be Prepared, everybody said, I don't know about that one. And when we saw A Whole New World, everyone said, I don't know about that one. And when we saw Merlin Goat, everyone said, I don't know about that one. And they were, and they're all a problem. <laughs> like all of those cards are like, we were right. Our first, our gut reaction was those cards might be a problem and they are. So um, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. That's, that's my hope for, for next year is that all these pieces start to come together with more sets and we get a, a meta that's fun and not oppressive like the one we live under right now. Here's hoping. <laughs> all right. Uh, so where can everyone find all of uh, the articles and the Lorcananas that are coming out next week and all of that yeah. other stuff? Yeah. So I did over 70 Lorcana articles this year. Uh, it's pretty hard to believe, man. More more than once a week, I was writing about Lorcana. Um, I just published a big this year in Lorcana starting in January and going through all the events of the year and linking to all the stories. It's like a historical document of 2023 for the game that I I'm happy to do that kind of stuff. And sort of, you know, years from now we'll, we'll be able to look back and see like the sequence of events and how everything played out. Um, and then come the first, I've got some cool stuff like a um, new year, five new year's resolutions for Lorcana. I think that one will be fun. So yeah, check out uh check out the gamer. You can search mine. You can just search Eric. It'll come up. You can search Lorcana. We are we are the easily the the most prolific site for Lorcana coverage. I don't think anyone else is even trying to compete with us. So yeah, that's the gamer. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a big thank part you. of our Lorcana journey this year. Yeah, yes. and congratulations. Thank you. You guys do a good show. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. <laughs> see you tomorrow. It's awesome Bye. to see you again, Eric. Bye, see you, Eric. All right. And next up, all the way from across the ocean, we have. Yeah. So our next guest are two guests who've been a pivotal part of my Lurkana journey. And these guys, most of our other guests today have stayed up late to be with us. These two are getting up extremely early. <laughs> Like before seven o'clock their time. So um if they're on here, we have Artem from Lorcania 
And we have Martin, who also writes for Lorcania and helps run the German Robins, well, not the Robinsburger, but the German Discord. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Good evening. <laughs> good morning. morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> evening time for us. <laughs> It'll soon be morning. So I just wanted to preface this. Artem, I remember this was before we were even in the Lorcan HQ Discord together. This was another one. But I still remember when you came on and you first posted that with a simple question. You're like, hey, should I publish a website that has a database of all the different cards? And uh, it's just been incredible to witness the birth of Lorcania and what a huge role that has played in the community of Lorcana, because not only is it a database, not only is it a place where, you know, content creators can post their articles, but it's a place where you can like build decks, you can track your collection, and it's just morphed into this amazing thing. And that's been a privilege to see. How's that, how's that Lorcania journey been for you? Yeah, it, it was, it was fun. It was great, but it was tough to be honest, because it's, like uh, almost a full-time second job. Um, I think I spent more than one and a half thousand hours on Laurakania alone, uh, which is uh, quite a lot of work, but it was a cool journey. And yeah, uh, it started, uh, I recall it was uh, last days of August when Larkana was announced and I needed a few days to process that. And then I decided, hey, it, it would be fun, right? Like to create something like that. And I spent two weeks building the website and then I published it and some people started saying, hey, that's super cool that you built it overnight. And I'm like, yeah, overnight. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, you know, one night success. But yeah, this is something that I've been doing for almost one and a half years. And lately I've been slacking a little bit, but the great things uh, are coming very soon. So yeah, keep an eye on that. Well, I, I've had a view of the background scene. And yeah, number one, you have a full-time job. You have a family. I think you do coaching on the side for your, you know, line of work too. And you're doing this. I often wonder, and, and you do a lot of, at least the, the coding and stuff for Lurkania, you do on your own. I think it's very remarkable what you've done. And Martin, uh, <laughs> I also remember first meeting you, uh, I think it was through the Lorcana HQ Discord. Um, yes, you was. had an article that you wanted to publish and one of the things that i love about you is that you're just like brilliant you're very analytical um but i'm over here like you guys are over in europe but i've seen the things that you're doing to help grow the lorcana scene in germany and i think that's incredible and i wanted you to to speak to what growing lorcana in europe is like yeah first of all <clears throat> thank you for your kind words I also remember when I first wrote to you, um, just wanted to get my article out and you jumped on almost immediately. Oh, I know this guy. He has this website, which was Artem. And from there, it went all like a thunderstorm or a flood crashing all over me. And I was totally Lorcana. So yeah, that was a pivotal moment for my entry into the com um, Lokana community. Um, in Europe, there was literally, literally nothing. There was no Discord, no community. 
I think barely a few people knew about it. So my first thought was, okay, I played Magic in the 90s and I want to get in this game because it looks cool. And I was lucky enough to get the hands on the first pre-release promo cards. And well, where do I find the people? Hmm, there's no Discord, there's no community. Okay, let's start over and do it myself. <laughs> so I started the Discord with no knowledge at all. And I had some amazing people hopping on early, which to be honest, do the large share of work right now. And we just cracked um, two days ago, 2000 community members. And yeah, it was a wild ride. We had some highs and lows, but I think that's um, normal in this kind of way. And later on, I that we had a podcast from a board guy people and um, one of my partners, now we are three doing a podcast. Um, we said, well, let's do a podcast. And now we had <laughs> episode 28 recorded and wow. we are on a good way. <laughs> well, and not just the Discord, like 2000 people, that's an incredible amount of followers. But I even remember, I think it was either at the launch of set one or set two, you had that big tournament in Germany with it was like 150 or 200 people. Yeah, it was more like 120, 130. There again, it was not all our work. It was a big incentive of the shop the tournament was held on, but we helped bring on people through the community. And this was just also an amazing um, experience, one of the biggest German tournament at this time. Yeah, so much stuff happened. My gosh. <laughs> and and Artem, you live somewhere where Lorcana isn't isn't even supported in the Czech Republic. So what has your Lorcana like game playing experience been like? Oh, it was horrible. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um actually the good news, uh I get an email two days ago from uh the biggest uh basically local store in the area and they sent the new year email and they already had some Lorcana cards in the background and I went to their website and they have the pre-sale for all three sets on their website uh, starting 23rd of February so Aww. I finally will get some you know local access to the game because now I'm still waiting some packages which got lost uh, from Estria for example which is pretty fun um, but yeah, uh, this like following year would be much better in terms of ability to play because I'm like more a physical guy. I don't play Pixelborn. I support the guys. Like we're always in contact, you know, the day to day with a lot of saying is going between, but uh, I prefer to play physically. And that was the biggest cumbersome because when I've been in the summer, uh, in Germany on the Berlin event, I've seen the people who played a little bit. Then I've been like in this biggest uh, German tournaments where there was more than 100 people around. We were playing physically. It was super fun. And then I, I came home. Unfortunately, my wife uh, doesn't like to play physical card games that much. Uh, my kids are too small. So um, I don't have an access, you know, to, to this physical play. And I, I've been organizing learn to play sessions. I was given away cards. Thank you, Martin, for providing some spare uh, ball cards. Um, I was, you know, selling for MSRP 
Carter Deck for people. There was a couple of families with small kids that came around and, you know, wanted to learn play Larkana. It was a great experience. I want to have more of those. But yeah, uh, let's wait and see. I, I really hope that we have enough, uh, you know, uh, enough supply uh, and Ravensburger prepared uh, like in the good way for the more broad European release and let's see how it goes. But yeah, I, I think it should be much better than 2023, at least for me. Fingers crossed. Okay, both of you, I know you both have a lot of highlights from 2023, but what was your most memorable Lorcana highlight of 2023? And Martin, why don't you start? Yeah, it was definitely the Berlin event when we had the first time um, with the physical cards in hand, but even more, it was meeting Artem for the first time, meeting Raphael, who is my partner on building the German community from scratch. It was just amazing. The first time we meet in person, we talked hours and hours, but never met. So this was just simply amazing. We sat together, played our first proxy game of Lorcana, and we just had fun. It was no way somewhat awkward it was just like we were old friends meeting again it was so great i love it what about you artem i will cheat a little bit like eric right so for me two things one i already mentioned that of course berlin event was super awesome i think it it will stay always in my heart and my mind is one of the best things that happened, like meeting all the guys, meeting the team, uh, you know, getting all those insights, like with the call with the chain, like the cards. But I would like to highlight two things for me. First, this is like this uh, tournament uh, that we played in Germany with a lot of people, because like this is the first time I touched and play and see so much people love the game and like. It was really cool for me. It was also very specific, like special event because I never played TCGs to touch to you before. I tried a little bit flesh and blood locally, but it was different because I didn't have enough, uh, you know, cash to buy all the expensive cards. But for Elkana, it was different. And probably another one that super special in my heart that was back in February when no one knew, but I was able to get the access to. Uh, to the game player that was happening in Nuremberg. Uh, basically, I cheated a little bit my way there, uh, and I got access like to the uh, closed panel and admit there Ryan and Shane. And that's for me probably the biggest highlight of the year because I had an access, unobstructed access to both of them for several hours each, and we just talked. So I I know now they're like superstars, you know, like Macy, you cannot get even five minutes to talk with Ryan without being killed. But back in the days, I spent literally hours talking with Ryan and a little bit less with Shane, and that's definitely a, the biggest highlight for me in the year. Well, I remember that because I think that might be like one of the forgotten moments of the Lorcana past, because when you were done with that, you reached out to like five or six different content creators. You're like, hey, I got a little scoop for you do you want it? Like you were so generous in giving other people like the ability to share something new. And that was awesome. So um, I want to thank both of you for um, being part of our Lorcana journey this year. 
And any final words before we uh, part ways here today? Yeah, thank you guys. It was amazing journey. And I think this journey was amazing in the first place because of the people. Uh, meeting you, Jared, connecting me, me with Martin, with James, with all other folks. Uh, that was great. And this is something that helped me and support me in my journey. But also I know that you get a lot of support as well. And yeah, as you know, I'm also like a very heavy fan of the podcasts. Uh, this is like top 3% of the people that listen into that. I really love it. You're then doing the, group, the, the great job. And basically, you're helping the people from outside to casually jump in. And I think this is, you know, the job that should be paid. Uh, but yeah, uh, the next year should be great. And I'm super happy that we're talking now, like the resolution and like how the previous year went. And I really hope that the next one would be even greater. And yeah, super, super uh, happy for this journey. Thank you so much, guys. And yeah, next year should be great. Yeah, final words. I have, I think, a lot. First of all, thank you to the American community for embracing European community as well. Your podcast, well-deserved um, prize from Eric. I listen to it almost every week. I had some things the last weeks where I wasn't paying too close of an attention, but it's indeed the best podcast after hours <laughs> no naturally just kidding <laughs> no i just want to say thank you to all the community in europe in all the world in americas it's just such a great journey and i hope to make it um even better in 2024 for the german community some people who are listening i pre um, prepared a gift I compiled a um, Locana-like dictionary for all TCG-related words that will be published soon on Locania. Um, it's right now a like 25-page document on Google. So I think I covered almost anything. It's for now in German. It will be translated to English. So there will be your Locana Dictionary. That's my gift for the, all the community for being there. Woo! Nice. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Jinx. <laughs> well, we really well, appreciate you having you guys on. And thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you guys. Yes. Uh, all you do For all you do for, you know, for the community, for for everyone playing worldwide, the collections, the the playing, the everything that you guys have done, it's very much appreciated. And uh, we hope, like you said, to continue on into 2024 with just continuing with all of that. Thank you. And have a good day. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you for <laughs> a good beginning have to your day. Night, Go get your morning coffee. Good night. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. <laughs> yeah, <bye. laughs> love it. Bye bye. Well, I've had a lot of fun tonight, and it's been so awesome. It's been awesome to have everybody here. But I believe we have one final giveaway. James, do you want to show everybody what the giveaway is for? Yes, I do. We have. Let me get them out here because they're big. 
<laughs> I got it. Uh, so the one of them is the villainous Mother Gothel puzzle. Okay, can I enter? I know the answer already. <laughs> and the other one is also a villainous puzzle, but it is the Marvel Thanos villainous puzzle. You will get both of these puzzles mailed to you by me sometime in 2024. I am guaranteeing nothing on the time it will be it will be sent. Soon. I don't know. I can't even guarantee soon. I'm horrible at mailing things, but Jared will keep me honest. <laughs> um so yes, so we're gonna give that away and I'm gonna real quick throw up the uh yeah, throw up the, the email, email again so you can make sure you, you know, again we're doing the same exact thing that we did uh for Adara's giveaway. We are going to ask a trivia question. You will send an email to citizensoflorcana at gmail.com as seen on the screen and the one I just said. Uh, your subject line will be puzzle. And the answer to the trivia question will be in the body. So make sure the the again the subject line is puzzle. And now I have to find the question because we have to word it very carefully. Make sure that it is hopefully uh, actually Jared you might know it easier than me because i have to go find it well first of all it's just, I just in the have discord to say, <laughs> i just have to say thank you for everybody who's a trooper and still awake at this time and with us uh hats off to you, you this is a prize that you deserve found it uh, okay do you want me to ask the question or do you want to ask it, James? <laughs> he found it okay i found it <laughs> do i need to tag you on it yeah right you know where everything is you're like oh here it is <laughs> This, this is a good question. I don't know how many people are going to get this right away. I knew this because of something random, but this is a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. It's it's definitely uh, very specific. And all right, let me see. Which one is it here? I think it's this one. And and it's okay to Google the answer if you don't yeah, know. You, yeah, this one, you're, I, unless you know it, uh, you're not going to um, uh, get it right away. So you have a second to, to Google it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Which brand of chips was invented at the Disneyland parks? Do, do, do. I have to look at the chat, see if anybody knows. Yeah, right. Get that chat open, see what's going on. So, yeah, there's a brand of chips that was invented. Apparently, Jared's got this, this information. Hopefully, he's right. Hopefully, he's not, like, making <laughs> stuff up. You gotta, you gotta pick Jared's answer. Jared, Jared's, yeah. You can bribe Jared. I don't see any answers yet. So anyway, it'll it'll show up eventually. So I mean, hey, if you if you watching this five minutes behind or ten minutes behind, send an email in. Someone might not have found it yet. That's right. I need to check our inbox to see if we have a winner of the foils. I'm sure there's a winner of the foils. Somebody. Oh, had Eric says he knows it. Oh. Okay, Ooh, Google, okay. Googly okay, Glimmer so says they Googled it. Yep, so people have entered. So, all right. So, um, that's the, the giveaway. Uh, what else wait, are we going to talk wait. about? I, I can announce the winners. All right. Sorry, guys. I uh, I didn't think to check this before. Okay, so <laughs> for the first question for the foils, it took the fourth person to get the answer correct. Really? Heath Collier. Who said five? Five muses. Nice. Congratulations, Congrats, Keith. Congratulations. So, we'll reach out to you. And the winner of the puzzles is none other 
than Mr. Brandon Brimley, who answered correctly with the answer of Doritos. Wow. Congrats, Brandon. Yeah. Nice. I hope you don't have these yet. I hope you like puzzles. (laughs) I think he likes puzzles. I mean, he's got quite a few uh, games on display, and puzzles are, are adjacent to to games so i'm hoping come on you like them right they're gaming adjacent i love puzzles i have multiple 3000 plus piece puzzles so oh, yeah 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 i'm still i i eyeball that 9000 piece uh robinsberger puzzle the disney museum one it's on uh, on amazon i eyeball that every once in a while i'm like i tell beth i'm like it's up there it's up again it's available <laughs> like it's like a 200 dollars puzzle so i'm like all right it's time to go no it's not <laughs> It's not time to go. Our our ball our ball of one year dropped six minutes ago. Wow. <laughs> All right. So uh is there is there any final words that we want to say before we do log out for the night and thank everyone for joining us for this uh one year celebration? Well, I just want to close off and maybe we each take a moment to say this to you say a big thank you to everybody who has taken the time to listen to us this last year. Like I know listening to podcasts can be a big commitment. I listen to podcasts all the time because I'm just a big nerd and I like don't listen to music and I listen at three X speed. So I'm sorry (laughs) for all my fellow content creators who are like, Oh, my listen time, you're killing it. Well, at least I'm listening. Okay. And that's what i want to say even if you just listen for five minutes you have no idea how appreciative i am and we are for that because like james and i said when we first got together and we were talking we're like who knows if anybody will listen who knows where this will go but the fact that people actually do still kind of blows my mind and i'm forever grateful forever humble and i just i feel connected with my audience and a way that I never thought that I would like you guys are awesome. So thank you so much. And we look forward to uh, 2024. Indeed we do. And I want to say that it has been awesome being a part of this. I am so thankful that Jared uh, allowed me to come on and be a part of the team and co-host with him. And this last year has been full of so many amazing things. And as everybody mentioned, obviously, so many people that we meet and become friends and hang out and chat with. And uh, it's just been so awesome. And I am so thankful to be a part of the community and to be uh, able to do this. And I can't wait to see what happens next week, uh, next year. Uh, in the future, everything that's happening. And I am, uh, thank you all for joining us on this journey. And I can't wait to see where we go from here. Yeah, I'm not super flowery later into the evening in terms of words, but it's, I would have, if you would have told me that, like, me getting into Lorcana would have led to where I am today, I would, I would have laughed at you. I would have been like, what are you, what do you mean? Like, no way am I going to be on a podcast? No, no way am I going to go to a convention just to get some cards? Like, no way am I going to make a bunch of friends online? And 
like the Citizens of Lorcana podcast has been such a big part of that. So like, thank you to you both for having me on and thank you to everyone who listens and is encouraging. Just, it's such an amazing community and I am really looking forward to um, exploring 2024 with Lorcana and everyone else. So yeah, yeah. Okay. And for the podcast. If you liked what you heard, you can click subscribe. You can follow us on the podcasting platform of your choice. You can follow me on Twitter at Citizens of Lorcana. Adara, where can they find you? And James, where can they find you after Adara? <laughs> I'm on YouTube um, at Adara's Lounge. It's my channel. And I'm on Twitter at Ochem102. I was, I was typing in the chat. So uh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, all of you, you can find me everywhere at Dan Regal. Uh, you can check out geekshotphoto.com for links uh, for social media and photography stuff for both my wife and I. And uh, again, thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for an awesome 2023. And we'll see you next year. <laughs>